Praise the Lord. This is Psalms for the day. Coming to you from the Redeemed Christian Church of God, Center Parish. And I'm believing God that we will be blessed this morning again as the living God has been blessing us before. Our Psalm for the day is Psalm 133. There are only three verses there. Psalm 133, verse 1 to 3. Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It is like the precious ointment upon the head that ran down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard, that went down to the skirts of his garments, as the dew of Harmon, and as the dew that descended upon the mountains of Zion. For there the Lord commanded the blessing, even life forevermore. In this particular passage of the Bible, these three verses, we find three things that are very important. The first one is the power of unity. What unity can do in the midst of children of God, in a family, in a, in a place where they value unity. We also find the principle of unity. Something that unity brings. How it operates when when it gets into a certain place, when unity begins to manifest in a place, how it operates. We also find the purpose of unity, the power of unity, the principle of unity, the purpose of unity. And I believe that this particular uh, exhortation is coming to somebody today, to a certain family, where there is always rancor where there is always disagreement, where they cannot see eye to eye on any issue. May I inform you, disagreement, disunity, rancor, and all sorts of things that are in that particular, particular category will not bring peace to our home. Unity will make our prayers to be answered faster than we can imagine. Unity will help us to speak with one voice. Unity will help the father and the son, or the father and the mother, to be able to raise up the children with the same voice, with one voice. There are several families today where you discover that the father will say one thing. When they get with the mother, the mother will say another thing. So the children are confused. The children now have to look at the least line of resistance and which one to follow. And as they grow up in life, that confusion remains. Several people had grown up in such a setting only to discover that disunity does not bring progress. Power of unity. Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. When we dwell together, we are really, really dwelling. We are not in a place where we are cat and mouse. Dwell together. And you know, the Bible reveals to us that he said, if only two of you shall agree upon anything, if only two of you shall agree on anything that we ask God, he said, it shall be given unto you. Only two. So if husband and wife agree on a certain thing and they pray about it, I can assure you that God will answer. One of the reasons why our prayers are not answered is because we encourage and we live in disunity in our family. I am praying that as you are listening to this particular message today, the spirit of unity will leave your family 
and you begin to operate in unity and you begin to experience answered prayer. The Bible says it is like the precious ointment upon the head. So unity does something. Unity brings anointing upon a family. You see, when he talks about the precious ointment upon the head, like the ointment that was poured upon, upon Aaron. You see, this particular, uh, the psalmist was comparing unity to what happened uh, in the life of, of, of Aaron on the day that Aaron was consecrated. The oil of anointing was poured upon him. And as he was, li- and, and as, as, as he was leaving uh, uh, the tabernacle, going back to his house, the oil was running down. The oil was trickling down. And you can see the part of the oil as it was going from the tabernacle to his house. So that anybody who passes by that place will be able to say, Oh, the anointed has just passed through this place now. That's what anointing does. Anointing announces the presence of the anointed. And that's what unity does in a family. When a family is united, the anointing of God dwells there. The power, the power of God dwells there. His presence is made manifest in that particular place. And everybody will be able to say, no doubt, God is in this family. That's why you are not gaining anything by living in this unity. Many of us, it is simply because out of pride that the two of us can never agree on anything. The husband will claim, I am the head of the family. The wife will claim. The Bible says that uh, you are, I, I, wasn't taken, you, I wasn't taken from your, from, your, uh, from, your, from your feet. I was taken from your side. So we are, we, are, we are side by side. We are to agree together. We are to, we are to take decisions together. So there's always this argument about who is the head, who is the tail. In the family, there's no head, there's no tail. The Bible says we should be united. We should be united. It is in the interest of the husband and the wife that the two of them should operate in unity. Because when we do, we will suddenly discover that things will move faster than they are ever moved. There are several of us we have, um, we have, we have gotten, gotten involved in several fasting and prayer. And things are not moving. Things are not moving because there are several principles that you are not putting in place. If you are fasting without unity, you are just wasting your time. And the same thing happens in several churches. Where you have a lot of rancor, a lot of disagreements, a lot of um, people. You have to watch your back because you don't know what the person behind you is doing. Then you have a lot of uh, backbiting and all kinds of it. You have, where people do not think about the progress of the other person. Where they are trying to drag you down. Operation PhD, pull him down. And that's the kind of congregation you have. And yet, people are fasting, people are shouting, people are worshipping. And they can't feel the power of God. It will not come because there's disunity. And God is saying here today, as the dew of Hammon, and as the, as the dew that descended upon the mountain of Zion, for there the Lord commanded the blessing, even life forevermore. Where there's unity, there will be blessing. It is my prayer that as you are listening to this particular word today, as it convicts you, May you be humble enough to release this unity and embrace unity. May you be humble enough to call upon the Almighty God that everything that does not encourage unity in your heart, in your life, be removed today. 
Heavenly Father, we appreciate you for the Father that is in your world. We honor you because we know without any doubt you love us. You know exactly what that individual is going through at this point in time. You know the reason why things are not working in that family. And Lord, you are calling all of us to these moments when unity must be our watchword. We pray, Heavenly Father, that even as we call upon you today and as we seek your face in forgiveness, as we ask of you, O oh God, to cleanse us from this unity, let unity become our watchword. And all that you have promised in this particular place, your anointing, your blessing, let's begin to feel it, let's begin to enjoy the, 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 your presence, and let your power destroy every yoke of your oppressor in our lives and in our family. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.